as long as you have a good mouthpiece and you're fun to be around, you can override looks. I really don't think looks are much of a factor. What I tell guys is looks are more of a factor on dating apps because it comes down to your pictures a lot, your pictures in your bio. But in person, yeah, looks don't really matter if, as long as you're charismatic and you're uh, confident and bold. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You know what to do. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji, drop it below if you're watching on YouTube. If you guys are watching during the premiere on Mondays, sound off in the live chat. I'm usually in there, you know, hanging out while I'm editing videos in the morning, Monday morning. So, but that all helps boost us in the algorithm. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, give us a five-star review. Helps more than you know. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers for your troubles. All right. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. I'm giving the course away for 25% off for all Patreon members for the entire month of July. All right. So if you've been waiting and wanting to, to check out the course, but you've been waiting for another discount. Now's your opportunity, but you have to join the Patreon. So get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as $10. The next monthly happy hour hangout will be July 20th at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So get on the Patreon. You can join tier one uh, as a free trial now. So a seven day free trial, you can get on that. And uh, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say you can't have the law of attraction course for 25% off if you only join the free trial. Okay, like it, that's available. You can get on there, grab the code, and get off. Like that's your prerogative. Okay, I set up the the parameters, and it's your job to find loopholes. Okay, all right, that's how it works. All right. That being said. <laughs> Joining me this week is Alex, better known worldwide as The Hudsman or Huds. <laughs> he's a dating coach, a Dragon Ship member, and he's also the field reporter for that goddamn jabroni, Glenn Lawrence, uh, when they do their Red Pill News videos. They're actually pretty funny. Anyway, uh, Huds and I, we have a really good conversation. Uh, he's got a lot of good insights. He's really good at teaching guys how to get women to come back to your place on a first date, right? You don't even, you don't even meet up out in town. They just come to your place. This is what he teaches guys. You guys are going to find this conversation very fascinating. And I will bring that to you right after these words. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash come on man pod. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. 
Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. All right, joining me this week is Alex, better known worldwide as The Hudsman. He's a dating coach, a Dragon Ship member, and he's also the field reporter for Glenn Lawrence's Red Pill News. What's going on today, brother? Dude, not much. Uh, I, I'm so excited to uh, to talk here. I, thank you so much again for having me on. This is going to be an absolutely fantastic discussion. I certainly hope so, at least for the ratings. <laughs> anyway, so like it's funny because we talked about this offline, but you know the videos that you do with Glenn are absolutely hilarious. And um, like, how did you get in contact with Glenn? Was it through the Dragon Ship or, or was it before that? Yeah, so here's kind of my journey. So I I would not call myself a natural, but as you know, time went on, like I was aware of Red Pull content. And during the pandemic, I uh, I was I was going through some stuff, bad, bad breakup. And I was like, I just want to be around guys that can, you know, kind of push me forward again. Like you know, simple reminders of what I was supposed to be doing. And I ended up joining MLD's groups and mm. through joining MLD, then I got introduced to Thor and then through Thor, Thor introduced me to Glenn. And so like, that's how this entire thing started. Okay. So is that, would you say you got into, were you a dating coach before that or were you doing other stuff before that? So, okay, let's, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Essentially. I was, I was that nerd. If you think about like high school, um, I was the type of guy who would look forward to the weekends, not to go out and socialize, but because I got to have like six to eight hours of video games a night where I could play Halo, Call of Duty, things like that with friends. And I just, I just wouldn't do anything else. And I started thinking like, you know what? Like I really need to make a change here. I need to make a change because obviously I want to be hanging out with women, but I'm not doing anything to, uh, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot the question. I'm sorry. Well, my, 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 I was asking, cause you were saying that you, you joined uh, MLD's group around 2000 because, uh, you were going through a breakup and uh, that's where you got introduced to Thor and stuff. And so I was asking if, if you were, doing date coaching before that, or if it was sometime after that, that you got into that. And then you said that, uh, you're, you're not really a natural and you used to be a total nerd and play. Yeah. Videos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that, man. I, I pay attention. I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, sorry about that. I didn't mean to like stumble like that. Um, it happens. It happens. No worries. So essentially from that, I had to, I had to teach myself and that's what I spent a lot of senior year of high school and then going into college doing is working on these skills myself mm. uh, and then even when i was in uh when i was in college i became the social chair of my fraternity and so i was constantly talking to all the different sororities getting everything scheduled um i had to have things on point and i did that to challenge myself so from there and for all the years afterwards, I didn't really have problems with women. 
-hmm. But this one girl, I mean, we always talk about like there's always oh, one. There's always at least one, right? I know. And they it just oh um it was uh it was it was really rough and i actually uh i actually got arrested over it wait like, you know, what okay all right yeah. you're that guy all right let's go into that <laughs> <laughs> yeah as, so, as far as you want to go uh, by the way we don't have to go go too far in that rabbit hole but absolutely so um i i'm fine with uh fine with sharing it actually yesterday was uh was the official day I, you know what? I'm not going to share that information because I don't want people snooping around. To dig um, it up. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, no, it, essentially good, it was, the good the good news is that there's a space-time continuum here. So at the time we record this and the time this drops, totally different time. So you guys you guys will have to cannot figure this out. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good, good. But essentially, it's so dumb and like I'm embarrassed by the whole thing yeah. because it was essentially like an argument that just kept escalating. And then we had somebody living above us who was mm. pregnant. And so she couldn't sleep that night. She was cranky and she ended up calling the cops on us. And I, I think you're aware in like most states, if they come for a domestic disturbance, they have to arrest somebody. Who are they going to arrest? They usually arrest the man, of course. Mm -hmm. So that happened to me. And uh, about $10,000 later, uh, I mean, I, I don't have much on my record, but I had to go through that, that entire process and mm. it really, really sucked. And so I thought I had everything figured out. Then that happened. Then the stupid idiot that I am, I ended up dating another girl mm. and, uh, <laughs> I ended up cheating on her with the girl that got me arrested. So I got that, back that, together. That, 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 that toxic pussy is something else, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is crazy. There's just something different about it. I and I don't really it's know. It's a how forbidden to fruit. <laughs> so yeah, I I I went through like literally everything you possibly could, roller coaster wise. And it was uh we got back together and then 2020 hit, and then everybody was locked down things went sideways with her i got involved uh even before we broke up i saw the writing on the wall and that's when i got involved with uh involved with mld and what i found in these groups is that everybody wanted to help each other um and then also if you take one of these courses it's not like you take their course apply the information and everything is solved there's levels to it so you need to uh, you need to absorb the information and continue trying to learn. And I wanted to help guys continue to learn, and it just everything clicked, and I just I just went for it and I started mm -hmm. helping guys. It's weird. Most of the guys that I work with are like fresh out of divorce, like a lot older than me, mm. which is just so strange to me that I would be doing something like that. But I don't know. That's that's kind of how this all this whole thing happened. And, you know, I told myself, I'll, I'll be completely frank with you here. Um, the relationship with Emily, that was her name, the relationship with Emily, um, I was I was probably pretty close to killing myself. Mm. And I told myself that if I could help just one person have the happy life that they wanted, then it would all be worth it. 
and I could call, I could call this thing that we call life a wrap. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I did it. And then I, then I did it again. And then I did it a third time. And then I was like, I, I can't, I can't believe that I, I would never think of myself as being in this space. Yeah. But that's, that was the goal that I set for myself. And then when I realized I was able to connect with people and help them in a certain way, I was like, I, I got to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. So do you, uh, are you still, I, I know you're a part of the dragon ship, but are you also still a part of like the men's empowerment network then? Uh, John and I have a different relationship. I won't okay. really dive into it, but That's no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was, I was wondering if like, uh, I'm just curious, like, you know, I, I love, uh, I love studying what MLD does. <laughs> You know, he's, he's brilliant, man. He's guys, brilliant. guys, guys, a genius. I like watching what he does. And I'm like, is he sort of like, um, you know, cause I, there's no way like the, uh, the amount of the amount of people that follow him, there's no way that he could, he can possibly one-on-one -on -one coach everybody. So I'm like, does he sort of filter that through to coaches that are in the network? You know, like, Hey, why don't, why don't you work with the HUDs here? You know? Or I, I was just curious if that's how that Yeah, works. no, that's interesting. Um, it's interesting that you say that. And no, I do not believe so. I mean, he will filter people out uh, depending on what you need to certain coaches that he, he brings on as, I guess, speakers and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of the one-on-one -on -one specialized co uh, coaching. It's more like throwing you into the fire, which mm -hmm. I think is actually kind of good. Because it, yeah. it just throws you into all this information, all these different types of guys, and you absorb what you can. And then you figure out what area of your life you need to max out on. And mm -hmm. then you go from there. Okay. All right. Oh, that's, that's fascinating. Uh, what do, the, not on the list here, but I just, just thought of it. And because we're talking about MLD, what do you think about all the shit that's being piled on him right now? Okay, so my completely honest opinion, mm -hmm. um, I think that he did not handle it as best as he possibly could. Um, that does not mean that he handled it poorly. Um, I just think that there was a, a, a different way to approach it, whether it be, look, yeah, um, she, she even gave him an out. I'm pretty sure she gave him like a joke on, uh, like, I don't know if you were drinking the Henny and then just making comments like she gave him the out. He used to be like, yeah, I, you know, I apologize. I don't know exactly what I had said. Mm -hmm. And if I offended you and if I made this entire show or the conversation look stupid, I look, I apologize. It was not, it was not my intent mm -hmm. like that. That is, I think a better way of approaching it than how it happened. However, I mean, come on. There's no way that Sauce did not know exactly what was going on there. Oh, and then, yeah. And then also, when you think about what happened with the whatever podcast, like a couple days before, um, I think I think it just wasn't worded appropriately. I understood what he was saying, mm -hmm. but the way it was worded, it did it come it came across like you know if you're if your man is like physical with you, stay with them. And I, I just think that they, it. It was two slip ups uh, based on language. Yeah. And I just think that there's too much focus on it. But I mean, hey, 
A lot of people that don't know who MLD is now know who he is. So maybe there's, maybe there's no such thing as bad bad advertising, right? Like right <laughs> or bad press, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I looked at that sort of situation. It, it you know, one thing that I learned from Ryan Stone is that oftentimes when like liberals, you know, I'm just throwing liberals out there, but when uh, let's say the opposition, right? The opposition wants you to apologize for something. If you do come out and apologize, like that just gives them another avenue to attack you with, you know, because it's almost like you're, you're you're admitting fault. So it's like even apologizing isn't necessarily a good thing. And, but it, like, but yeah, walking off the podcast, I was like, man, that just really looked bad. You know, uh, typically in a situation like that, you know, where a woman's just disrespecting you, you would want to remove your time and attention. Like that makes sense. But like when you're live on a podcast, whatever was watching, I was like, man, I, I don't know. I don't know how I would have handled it in that spot. Cause that would have been like, that would have been a heated situation. I like to think that I would have tried to handle it just like any other shit test, you know, just like agree and amplify, mm-hmm. act indifferent. And, but, you know, you, you can't, you can never, never can tell until you're in that position, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely very difficult. I mean, I definitely, I know he had a heart out and that's why it was like really disrespectful for them to like throw it on him at the last minute. Mm-hmm. But I probably would have just shut out everybody else and talked directly to Adam right there. Mm-hmm. Adam, you knew I had a heart out. Now we're getting into this conversation. Why are you doing this to me right now? I understand that it's his show, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, dude, we're friends. Yeah. What's going on right now? Yeah. It, you know, it's really interesting. I definitely know that Angela, the, the gal that was beefing with him, she definitely knew what she was doing. Because um, I just I just did a, a, a talk a live last night at the time of this recording with uh, with a, a mutual friend of mine and hers named Rudy. Rudy had me on. Rudy hates the red pill, you know. So he sort of brought me on as the bad guy to shit on the, to shit on the red pill. Thought I handled it pretty good, but uh, he told he said like the night before the, of that episode, he's like, "Oh, Angela says that she's going to be on the show and she's going to call him out on it." Like she he put, he was on a live saying it. So I'm like, okay. So I knew that was at least premeditated on her part, you know? And then, and then uh, when all the women piled on and, and even the producer, the producer of the show started piling on, it was like, come yeah. on. When Nat, when Nat did that, I, I don't know. That's what, what makes me a little sus that maybe Adam knew about it, but I don't know. But I, I, I have a feeling that probably got in trouble for that whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do you think MLD will ever go back on that show? No. I mean, if if he was smart, no. Like, I I would never stand for disrespect like that in a, on a public platform. Yeah. Because it was. It was done poorly. If they had a serious problem with it, that should have been a part of the script. That should have been done earlier. Mm-hmm. That should not be done right at his heart out. Right. So. Where they know that he's going to walk off. He's like, I got to go. Yeah. I hear mm-hmm. you. Um, all right. So going back to uh, questions about you. <laughs> so do you only coach men? So far? Uh, yeah. So far. Yeah. I have coached uh, a couple women. Um, not, not in the same formal sense. Um, I'm actually thinking of one right now. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's typically only men. Yeah. 
The only reason why I ask is, you know, most of the time I, I, I have dating coaches on they're, they're they're dating coaches for men. And I occasionally have female dating coaches for men on, which is, uh, those are, those are always fun conversations. Um, but I did, I had this guy once that came on and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a part of the red pill space at all. Like he, I think we, we got in contact. There's a, there's a site called matchmaker FM where they match, um, guests with, with hosts. And so I brought this guy on as a dating coach. He seemed to, you know, he seemed to have some good information, you know, kind of a little more woo wooey, a little more David data type stuff. But he said that his primary clientele was women. Cause he's like, women, uh, you know, women actually will invest in this type of thing. Women really want to invest in finding a good quality man. Whereas a lot of guys just don't want to invest in themselves. You know, it's kind of a, a harder market, you know? And I'm like, ah, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> well, that's, that's interesting. You know? that, that's why Matthew Hussey does so good. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean he, he's also a good looking guy and he's charismatic, but yeah. yeah. Um, I just, for me, uh, I feel like with women, you have to end up charging them less for them to buy because it's an ego thing. I know that guys guys have crazy egos, but guys get to their breaking point and they're like, oh, all right, let's figure this out. Whereas women, they, they end up pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And then, hey, if you're 38 years old and you don't have a man, I'm sorry, but there's not a ton I can do to help you. Mm hmm yeah, so. you're fighting an uphill battle, lady. You uh, <laughs> you wasted all your good years partying it up or being a bitch or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Any number of reasons. All right, so who are your biggest influences or role models in the field of dating and relationships? Uh, that's, a, that's a good one. Well, definitely, I, I had already mentioned Matthew Hussey. Um, the reason why... I have him as a role model is because he figured it out and he just, he just sells the hopium and he just makes the money, the, and, hopium. <laughs> the hopium for the girls and yeah. they just eat it up. Like I've, I've spoken with them. Um, I've done some, uh, uh, what, what is that app called? Um, the talking one. I haven't what's, used it. What's that? What's that? No, the talking one. I haven't used that in, uh, uh, it's the talking only, Whatever, I'll, I'll figure it out. I can look it up. Um, I'm just forgetting. God, There's I'm one new. called Vox. I know. It's um, it's it's whatever the um, you know what? Let me just let me just look at this quick. Okay. So it's while you're while you're looking that up, yeah. It's it's funny when you finally find like what sells, right? Uh, it's like, oh my god, I, do I do that? I or or am I a grifter for doing that? You know, because. I, uh, one of my, one of my, uh, biggest, uh, I would say influences in the space was, uh, Corey Wayne, right? Like I read, mm -hmm. I've read how to be a 3% man, like over 20 times now. And that really helped me on the dating circuit. I mixed it with, uh, you know, some Dr. Glover and some, um, Christopher Canwell stuff. And that's, those are my big influences. But, but if you look at what brings 99% of people to Corey Wayne and Corey Wayne's videos and his books it's the fact that they're all looking to try to get an x back that's not why i found his stuff but that's what like most people they're all they're all trying to reattract an x and so he capitalizes on that and he sells you know like hey how, these are the seven principles to get your x back and my friend benny 
who's also a dating coach. And uh, we sort of came up in the same men's group. He uh, is blowing up right now on TikTok because he realized he started putting out videos about how to get your ex back. And he changed his, his, his whole title from dating coach to breakup coach. And now he's just selling the whole reattracted, how to reattract it X shit. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if I could do that. Cause I don't believe in. I don't believe in it back. either. I think it's a bad idea, you know? So I'm like, I, you know, God bless him and he's making money and he's, he's being successful. And I'm like, that's awesome. But I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, and I want to, I want to touch on that right now. Uh, I'm not going to be able to remember this. Everyone, everyone that's listening. And I know Glenn too, if, if, he listens to this back. He's going to be like screaming what uh, it's called. Just comment below, guy. Comment below. That'll help with the algorithm. That there settled it. All right. There you go. Simple enough. Um, that's my biggest thing is when I have a conversation with somebody and I can tell that we're not a match or they're looking for something that I can't deliver on. Mm-hmm. I will direct them in the path that I I can if I know somebody who can help them, but. Even so, I, I will turn them away because I care about helping people. I know this is like so stupid when you think about like the business aspect of it. Yeah. But one of the things. One some, of the of us things ha- some of us have integrity and not to say that my friend Benny doesn't have integrity, but it's <laughs> it's questionable. You know, like that, that like I couldn't do it. I Let me just say I couldn't do it. God bless him for for doing it. You know? <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And and one, one of the things that I used to say to clients when we would first talk is like once you were ready to sign up for something, telling them, you know, once we're done here, I never want to fucking see you again. Mm-hmm. And I know that comes across like rude, crass, whatever, but it, it comes with intent. And the intent is I want to give you the skills so that you never need my help again. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, a lot of the clients that I have end up becoming good friends and they'll check in and, and whatnot, like, you know, months down the line, years down the line. But that's really where I come from. And that's why it's like it's not so so much profitable when you're doing it more one on one instead of group based. But it's not about profit for me. It's about like actually like fixing people's lives. I mean, hell, like I had this one dude who didn't oh my god um i think that he either lost his virginity to his ex-wife or she was only the second girl i slept with something Mm -hmm. like that um and working with him after like post-divorce and he's like sending videos uh over like dude like I'm, i'm just trying to like balance my portfolio and it's just this super hot girl just like twerking in front of him. And it's like, I can't concentrate. And that those types of stories happen over and over and over again. And I just love seeing how happy these guys are once they get it figured out. Because it really is not that difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of guys, it, 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 we'll get into this too, but a lot of their problems is just self-limiting beliefs about, about you know, what women are like, what, you know, what their attraction level is and, and stuff like that. So, um, let's go on to this. So you master, Matthew Hussey is one of yours. Uh, you're in MLD's group, obviously any other, any other, uh, influences, any books? Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. I mean, 
definitely a lot of great books. Um, you know, I got 48 Laws of Power sitting in front of me right now. Mm. It's absolutely fantastic if you want to just kind of get the basics of how to navigate life. Um, I definitely have to say, you know, obviously Rolo's books, Rational Mail. However, I do have a, a sore spot in my heart on it because I, uh, I actually fell asleep one day while listening to, uh, what is it? The, the second one, is it positive masculinity? Uh, no, the second one is preventative medicine. Preventative. Yeah. I, I, that, that's not related to Rollo and it's not related to Sambata, but I fell asleep and like drove off the road. Oh (laughs) yeah. That's not their fault. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I had not slept the night before. So like that book for whatever reasons, like stuck in my, stuck in my head, but you got, you you got PTSD from that book. Yeah. But like, you know, I got rational right here. Um, got you know player's mm, handbook player's handbook yeah that's a good one yeah so like i a huge huge uh huge fan of that um i got rich's stuff here i've uh interviewed rich before really yeah. really really great guy i really dude it's so weird like seeing you guys like it's kind of like the new rule zero because like at the time it was after my arrest and then as i was kind of like pulling my pieces back together. Yeah. Like all of those people, everything changed. That was even back when uh, Anthony Johnson was still a part of the whole thing before that whole, whole stuff blew up. Yeah. Back, back before rule zero, they had uh, the red man group mm-hmm. and they were all, they were all a part of the red man group. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting to see like, you know, faces switch in and out, but I think you guys have a, a great, great, uh, you know, variety right now, which is fantastic. So definitely that, um, I'm trying to think, you know, I definitely want to say Thor, Thor taught me lessons. I didn't know that I needed to know. And what I mean by that is yeah. Thor is, has kicked me in the balls a couple times. And I mean that in the best way possible, but he has made me realize, yo, that you need to grow up in certain areas of my life. And by doing so, I have. And I think that that is, that's why I, I look up to him. I mean, he really is. He's like a like a father to all. He really is a great guy. Thor, man, out of all the guys in the space is probably one of the most like just genuine, like caring dudes, you know? Like for such a guy, a guy that, you know, he, he teaches a whole course on like dominant masculine presence and he like lives it. But when you like talk to him, he's just such a caring, like, you know, cool individual. It, it, I don't, have you ever, did you see his interview with um, Real Femme Sapien? She was like, I don't know what it is, but there's just something very warm about you. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing is like, he, he comes across as that like warm, nurturing guy. But like, if he knows you and he knows that you're messing up, he will check you and you are not going to like being checked by him. Mm. But yeah, it's, but it's good. Did, we, yeah. we need that. We need that as men, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, next question. Are you a certified dating coach? Are you certified? <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? I, I am a, um, dude, just say no, bro. Okay. This conversation's over. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember 
my brain is off today. I only slept a few hours because I was up doing the nonsense of Glenn and the Red Bull songs, but that was still a fun stream anyways. Um, what What is it? Oh, I, I am a certified ordained minister, so I oh. can marry you. Okay. But no, I am not a certified dating coach. Are you an ordained minister through the Universal Life Church or through an actual or reputable organization? <laughs> uh, I will not comment. Because <laughs> I too am, I, I got, I, when I first heard about that, it was like, I was still in the Navy. Like the internet was still relatively new. And I found out that you could go online to the Universal Life Church and just, they play a recording and they ordain you as a minister. And then they will, like, you could print off a certificate saying that you're an ordained minister. So I was like, I was walking around to my ship. I was still in the Navy. I was walking around my ship, like telling people, like, bless you, my child. I am an ordained minister. <laughs> <laughs> like just being a fucking asshole, you know. But uh, it was the fun, the the reason why I ask is I I first started seeing this on TikTok where people were like I'm a certified uh, dating coach, certified. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Who's the accrediting body? Like who who you know is the authority on dating coaches? And I finally did have uh, a guy on the podcast that was a certified dating coach. I was like, where do you even go to school for that? You know? And he's like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a very lengthy program and da, 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 da. And I was like, okay. And uh, so I started looking into that kind of thing because I, I read the four hour work week and I found that there's some people out there that want that appeal to authority. Right. Yes. And uh, if you if you read the four hour work week, they talk about, well, how do you become an authority overnight? Well, you can join an organization. You can get a certification. You can do all this kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm going to look into that. And so I, I opted to get a life coach certification. And so, yeah, I just, it was, it's just like an online class. You know, you, you go through it. They tell you, uh, they, you watch a couple of videos. They, you know, they tell you basically this is what a coach does. They recommend some books. You you uh, take some quizzes, and then bada bada, you're <laughs> humming a domina. You're a you're you're a life coach. I was like, okay, so I will. I'm a certified master life coach now, but largely it's a. Oh, uh, you're a master. I am a uh, a master. In fact, fact guys, <laughs> fact. I'll play this just for you guys out there. Ooh, the master. Rating.com <laughs> uh, certified. They they're an ISO uh, nine thousand company, so they're uh, they're reputable. So anyway, no, that's, that's interesting because um, I actually I went on a show. Oh, I don't know how long ago that was. Maybe it was like two months ago. Um, but I went on a show and I actually got ambushed on this. But I put myself in the situation because mm -hmm. they were talking about like are online coaches credible? And so I put myself in the situation and the way that I kind of like explain to people is like, I mean, you can, you can judge me or guess as much as you want, but that's a reason why I'm going to do a free initial consult with you. And if I vibe with you and you think I know what I'm talking about, let's do it. If not, you don't have to pay anything. You don't have to pay to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then the way I do it, I mean, uh, I don't know how you, market yourself, but I largely market myself with the podcast, you know? And so the, you know, and a lot of the advice I give people, I give for free on the podcast, 
You know, like you don't even have to sign up for my coaching if you don't want to. You can just listen to every episode and then pick out what's useful and then test it out. Go out and try it out. If what I'm saying works for you, cool. If you want to sign up for coaching after that, even better. But uh, I always say, hey, don't take my word for it. Just go out and try it, you know? Yeah, I have to catch myself because with all the shows and different things that I do, I, I got to understand what needs to be, be uh, like behind a paywall and what what's okay. Because I just end up spewing. Yeah. I just end up spewing everything. Well, I, you know, I, I don't worry so much about that. I, I, uh, and I, but I understand and I should probably do that, but I'm just like, I just want to give value, you know? So I, I give a lot of my shit away for free. And it's just like, if you just want to tune in every week, you, you're probably good. You know, you're, you're actually probably, I'm probably giving away, way more away than uh, I should be. But, um, you know, and I think, I think where the coaching really comes in handy though, is, uh, like the accountability factor, mm. you know, because we can actually sit down and set up a goal for you and actually set out, you know, sort of smart steps to where you can attain that goal. You can go out and practice some of this stuff. And then when we follow up next time, I'm like, Hey, did you do it? Did you do what we talked about? And you know, Excuses I'm sure like you've had I'm sure you've had this experience too when you set very specific goals for somebody and they may not be like grandiose very yeah. simple things for them to do and then they don't do them and they don't do them a couple times and then you need to just say to them like look I, I'm sorry but I can't help you if if you don't want to work at this mm -hmm. that's that's happened to me a couple times I mean maybe I'm a little too strict with uh yeah. with my guys but at the same time, it's like, look, I want to work with you. Like, I, what are we doing otherwise? You're just paying for what? My friendship? Right. Right. And, and I, the way I look at it, I, I will straight up tell them, I'm like, hey, man, we're setting these goals. If you want to just pay me and then just give me excuses every week, like, I'm happy to take your money. You know, I'd much rather you not do that. <laughs> you know, I'd much rather you get some value out of this, but you can't. You can't be like, well, this this program wasn't effective for me if you don't put in the work, like, because you're the one that has to do the work. I can't be on the ground talking to chicks for you, you know, like you have to do it, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, that's the frustrating part, man. Um, what what sets your coaching style apart from others in the industry? Would you say? Hmm, that's that's an interesting question. What sets it apart from the rest of the industry? Um, I think it's it's probably what we were just kind of talking about being more personalized. And I think that that's kind of a, a problem for me long term, but I care more about the results than anything else. So having it be the one on one, very intimate, very catered to exactly what you're going through and how I can help that. That's uh, that's definitely something that's different with it. And then also the dating apps. That's that's my bread and butter and dating apps became my bread and butter because of getting back together with that girl and the breakup. And I was boomed right smack in the middle of lockdown. So I had to figure it out. So I had to go through everything to make it work. And I got it to a to a point where I can just do direct to home dates like it's nobody's business. I've even. Not only that, like I had not gone on a date that was not direct to home since I learned all of that. And then also on top of that, I've even had girls like bring me uh, bring me dinner 
bring me, uh, you know, wine, something like that. Uh, <laughs> even on the first date at my place where I don't have to do anything, they're mm -hmm. coming to me. So really understanding the social dynamics there. I think that's kind of what sets me apart. I know there's a lot of, a lot of guys out there that, you know, I know Alex from playing with fire had always put out, like, he's like the Tinder King. Um, hinge is my specialty and trust me that thing is so easy so easy to play so i would say that it's the one-on-one -on -one catered advice plus uh the fact that i know dating apps like the back of my hand mm -hmm. yeah I, i'm a i'm a dating app guy too because you know there, there's some guys that are like oh dating dating apps suck and they sh they crap all over dating apps i'm like that's it, to me it's the most efficient way to meet people you know and then where I live, I live out in the middle of nowhere. I live out in ranch country, you know? So I always say like, there's no, there's no cold approach in the cow pasture, right? I, all the chicks that I meet, cause I'm in a rural area, they're an hour away. So dating apps is like the only way to do it. And then when you're in a rural area too, you know, like hinge, like pretty much just came out when I was, um, last time I was on the dating circuit, like back in 2020 just came out. There was like very little, you know, activity on hinge. And, um, so, but when you're in a rural area, you just like, you just have to be on all the apps, you know, mm -hmm. you, you just have to cast a wide net and then see where it goes. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. The, like uh, a lot of guys, like they, they, they get so lost in the weeds with the statistics and stuff. It's like, dude, it's not that hard to set yourself apart on, on a dating app. You know, it's really not. So I'm going to, I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop a gem here just for everybody. This is like one of my favorite tips. We're not going to drop everything, but this one definitely hone in on, especially in a rural area, as you were saying, um, as you're just getting started. So the best thing that you can do in these dating apps, like, especially on hinge, you can set the mile radius. I don't know if you can on all of them, uh, sometimes it requires like pro or whatever else. Um, but if you, if you start at the very beginning, you set up your profile well, start it at the smallest distance possible. And then that's where you're going to practice. And then as you move forward in those interactions, you slowly widen the radius so that in, you know, the close ones that maybe can walk to your place or you could, you know, drive down the street to her, um, you could blow those up, but might as well blow those up that are in your direct vicinity so that once you get to like the 5, 10, 15 mile radius, you, you got your game on point. Mm -hmm. I always tell people that, like, especially too, because they only give you uh, a limited amount of swipes. So, for example, mm -hmm. with Hinge, it's only seven per day and it resets at 4 a.m. EST. So you only got seven swipes a day. If you're casting a wide net, uh, the chances are a little bit lower and maybe you get a super hot girl and then you you screw it up because you don't mm -hmm. have the practice yet. So starting small, like one mile, two mile, three mile, four mile, five mile, that has worked for every, it worked for me and it yeah. worked for every single guy uh, I've done that with. Yeah. The, the funny thing is like my area is like, I like to, I like to think anyway, that's it's very unique because it's largely a retirement area. Right. I, I ended up here because, uh, because of the whole divorce situation, which is like, yeah, I didn't know you were a, a gilf hunter. 
Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, those gilfs. Now, so, so we ended up here, and this is where like my parents retired, and so they like when you whenever you go to the store, it's all just like old old fogies out here, right? And so I you, you I could set my radius that far, but man, the the chicks like in the local vicinity are either like really old or they're disgusting trailer trash, you know. So. It's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know what? It's good practice. I looked at one thing I like for practice is, um, is catfish dates, you know, and a lot of guys like to filter out the catfish dates by doing like video calls first, or, and you can also filter them out because they're doing like the angles and the filters and shit. And you can usually filter them out, but sometimes chicks are using pics from like 10 years ago. And the only way to filter them out is with the, with a, like a video first, but I wouldn't do that. I would just meet them out in town. And then if, if they were a catfish, I was like, okay, well, I at least practice my bantering, my body language and stuff like that. It's over after one drink. No big deal. You know, it's, it's time well spent practicing. I thought, so that's what I would do for practice. That's, that's interesting because, um, yeah, a hundred percent. I always tell people you got to do the video date first mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll coach guys exactly how to land that make it happen and make it worthwhile. If I were in a situation exactly like you were saying and going on a date with a girl that essentially catfished me, what I would do is I would actually be honest with her and be like, look, you uh, you don't look like your photos. And I'm sorry, but I, I, I don't know. But who knows? Like, yeah. maybe you're a really cool person and maybe we get along. Like, let's still hang out. But I want to I want to understand why. Why are you using 10 year old photos? Like what? Like I try and understand the psychology of everybody. Mm. So I would, I would do the date, not just to be polite. I would do the date to try and like understand the mindset of why she's not representing herself appropriately. Yeah. That would be an interesting way of going about it. One thing I, I, I don't think guys should do at all is tell her, Hey, F you bitch. And then, and then like turn around, walk, you know, go, go home and, and, uh, you know, wank off and be pissed off all night. Because to me, that's time wasted. You drive, you drive all the way out to a venue just to tell a chick off and go home and jerk off anyway, but you could have just stayed home and jerked off. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, so I, got I, a, I got a question for you on this. Yeah. So when it comes to, um, like a girl, uh, flaking on a date or mm. a girl catfishing you on a date, like, what is your advice to guys on how to handle or be prepared for that? Oh, you know what? That's funny that you're asking me that because I was going to ask you about uh, flakes. So one thing I tell guys is that there's there's no way to fully eliminate flakes or ghosts uh, on the dating circuit because women are just inherently flaky. Uh, but you can minimize that by, uh, you know, not setting dates too far in advance. I, I'm like two to three days in advance is probably your best possible bet to, to minimize flakage, uh, four at the max, but anything more than four days out, if she's not available within the next four days, like just postpone asking her on a date, just say, you know what, I'll ping you in a couple of days and we'll set something up. Um, you also, when you're in the middle of that conversation, you want to, you want to close on a high point. So, you know, when you're just said something funny, everyone's laughing or whatever you want to, you want to close then you don't want to wait until the conversation dies down and then ask because they're, they're not up in their feels enough, you know? So, so that's what I would say to minimize it. And then I also like, 
some dating coaches don't like confirming for dates. I prefer, I tell guys confirm hundred percent. I'm mm -hmm. like, you gotta, you gotta confirm. And that gives them an out if they're going to flake. Cause if they're going to flake, it's, they're not flaking because you confirmed they're flaking because they were going to flake anyway, it gives them an out. And then you're not wasting your time. And then other than that, it's like chicks, chicks are just flaky. You just have to shrug it off. And the best possible way to not be affected by it is by having a bunch of women in your rotation. You know, mm -hmm. because uh, Grant Cardone, a really good book called Seller Be Sold, he talks about this. Um, he put it in a really good way. Basically, a guy who goes to sell something and then loses that sale, he's not really upset that he lost the sale. He's he's upset that he didn't fill his pipeline. And really, you got to look at at dating like it's your it's a sales pipeline. You know, and so you want to get a bunch of you want to get a bunch of girls in your rotation. So that way, if you do lose the one girl because she flaked on you, who cares? You're talking to Cindy and, and Susan and whatever. Like you have options. And, you know, so let that's me, what I let say. Me, let me ask you on that. Are you like, do you like stacking dates? Because I know that that's, that's kind of a, something that's put out there. Like you schedule like two girls, three girls for one night, and then you pick whichever one you definitely know you're going to see. Uh, I've never recommended that to people, but I can understand how that might be effective. Cause you know, that probably one of them's going to flake on you, you know, but mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like being, uh, telling guys to be the one that's fl uh, flaky, you know? So. There we go. That, that's why I like you, Paul. That's why I like yeah. you. Cause what, what I, what I subscribe or prescribe or whatever the hell you want to, you want to coin it as I like, uh, stacking activities instead of stacking dates. Because at the end of the day, you want to, you know, be treated the way like you treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And if I have a girl flake on me, it pisses me off and it sucks. Yeah, uh, there was there was only one time recently where that that happened. And that really it like threw my head through a loop. Mm -hmm. And I knew exactly what like was going on. And I was like, all right, just accept it. But even so, I was still pissed off because like, how? could she yeah. but i was already planning to go to the gym that night and i had rearranged my schedule so that i was going to be seeing her instead so what did i do i just went to the gym like i originally planned to so it wasn't a big deal so <laughs> i hate i personally i hate the stacking dates uh type of thing i it does make sense but i like saying stacking activities like always have something else that you could be doing yeah so that when this happens, you're not just left with nothing at all. Right. Yeah. I, I think uh, it, it really helps to have, you know, other girls in a rotation then also have like other fun uh, hobbies that you can be doing, going to the gym. This podcast was one of the things that helped me through that. You know, in fact, my very first episode is called She Canceled on Me because I was planning on doing the podcast anyway. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do my first episode on. And then I had this date lined up and chick cancel on me. I go, well, guess what? I guess we're recording a podcast tonight. You know, didn't have a problem with it. Did a whole episode about how, you know, this chick canceled on me and whatever. So yeah, I mean, that's really, you just have to have, you know, I, a lot of guys, they have this concept of abundance. You got to have this abundant mindset. Well, abundant mindset, help happens when you have multiple women and multiple activities in your life. You know, if you're mm -hmm. doing fun and exciting things anyway, you know, chicks can come or go. It doesn't really matter.
So, Absolutely. And, and karma's a real thing. You know, if you're canceling on other chicks, I mean, it's going to come around to get you, you know? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, I have to ask you a question just while it's it's on my mind. Mm-hmm. Weren't you the last person to interview ARC? I was. Yeah. I no, think I was. Curry. Yeah. Yeah. Or close to, regardless. I'm, um, yeah. Cause I, cause I interviewed him and I, it, it was like, man, I swear three, three weeks before, and then he passed away. And I was like, I don't know that anybody, I think I might be the last one, you know? And then I saw you, you put out a uh, tribute video and I go, Oh, maybe he was, he was the last one. But no, I, think I was it, not the last one. That was, okay. that was uh, in 2020 that I did that. But okay. yeah, but yeah, no, I, I'm glad that you knew that. Cause I was just going to share with you like that, that man, I, I loved it. And and it's kind of leading into a question to you. Um, like, what what is your approach style? Because one thing that uh, I'm kind of struggling with right now is getting people to understand, like getting clients to understand that mode one isn't for everybody. And there's mm-hmm. a reason why there's different versions of mode one that fits different personalities. Like if you are, you know, more of the softer guy, like the girl like views you as, I wouldn't say like a little puppy, but, you know, versus somebody who's more aggressive, mm-hmm. um, they just view you a little bit differently. What What is your approach style and how do you help people with that? Because for me, it's always been mode one. I knew mode one before I even knew what mode one was. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, when uh, when Alan and I were talking, we really just had chemistry because we both knew exactly what we were talking about. And yeah. it, it is, it's crazy when you've got when you have that energy and you let it flow. So I'm curious on that. Yeah. So when I first talked to Alan, the reason why I got in contact with him is because I had a misconception of what mode one was. I thought it was literally just walking up saying, Hey, you want to fuck, you know? And cause that's what a lot of people think it is. And, and then uh, someone tagged him in a video I did and he lost his shit on me as he should have about it. (laughs) You know, you're misrepresenting my stuff. And I was like, you know what? You're, you're absolutely right. I haven't read your book. Let me read it. So I read mode one and then I read his third book. I skipped the second one because that's all about time wasters. But I read his, uh, his third book, uh, Ooh, Say It Again. And what I didn't realize is that uh, mode one really isn't necessarily about approach per se. It's more about the four modes of communication. And what I realized was I thought that, and I thought it was all, all about being sexual and it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. You can be direct and not be sexual. And so what I found was that usually a lot of the stuff that I tell guys comes from Dr. Robert Glover, which is, um, you know, basically testing for interest. Like there's three, three levels of interest that you're testing for. And then the, the touch T's and tell the three T's. And so that's usually what I, I teach guys. And it's really just about testing for interest. But what I found is that when you, the tell part, right? The tell is when you, uh, like you require something of a chick and you you tell her what to do, you know, that's being direct. That is mode one, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, so yeah, I would say like a lot of the stuff that I teach guys, a little bit of combination of mode two, and mode one, um, definitely not mode three, definitely not mode four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head because like for me, mode one, it was just second nature. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm trying to like help some guys right now and, and they they hear my stories. They understand like mode one, like from my perspective, but 
they don't understand that it does not work for them. Like, yeah. I think it, it has to match a personality type. Yeah, I would agree with that too. And the way I looked at dating too, because some guys, like like you said, your 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 first dates, you're getting them back to your place, right? Which is that's pretty bold. Um, the way I looked no, at it's not, it's not getting them back to my place. I but, only do first dates at my place. You only do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so like I I they drive there or yeah. one of one of the things my uh, one of my guys uh, down in Mexico City, uh, well, not one of my guys. I mean, like one of my friends. Uh, what he does down in Mexico um, is he actually orders the Uber to just bring the girl to him. And so I love that, but I didn't mean to derail. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, which, but that's bold. Right. And I, I would say like uh, that a lot of guys would, would uh, love that. I think a lot of guys would prefer something like that, but I don't think a lot of guys can attain that. That might be a self-limiting belief though. Um, the way I, I, looked at dates was, um, I just, I, it's a chemistry test, right? And you could do that with a, with a video call too, I would say, but I, I'm of the mindset that you really can't get to know someone unless you're like in person with them. Cause then mm -hmm. you have like the, all their faculties, their body language. You can see everything they're doing. You can't necessarily do that. You can get a lot of that with video, but you can't get all of it. And then there's still the possibility. I don't know. There's some, there's some camera apps and stuff that where they, they can still do some filters and shit, you know? So you really yeah. only get to know them in person. So I used to look at first dates like a chemistry test and it was drinks only. So let's meet up for drinks. If I like her, cool. If I don't like her, it's after it's over after one drink. And it was just really to see if I liked her or not. And then um, always go for a kiss, you know, at, at the end of the date, because that's like the test of interest for me is what I what I teach guys. And then you know, if you like her and you go for the kiss and everything, she's very receptive to all that stuff. Then date two, you can, uh, you know, invite her over to your house for dinner, you know? And that's mm -hmm. usually, I would usually have guys do that for a second date or, or a third date if they wanted to, you know, push it out a little bit, but no more than, no more than three dates before finding a way to get them back to your place. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. I, I like that. But the reason why I love the video, uh, video calls so much and I'm glad that you had brought it up before and bringing it up again. It really, that's your screen. It's your <laughs> screen to see like, does she actually look like her photos? Do I actually enjoy hanging out with her? Mm -hmm. um, are we actually going to be able to get along? And then you don't have to waste the time over even just that one drink, which is very low investment. I mean, low investment dates, hundred percent, like <laughs> low investment only, low investment only because you guys are just feeling each other out, but mm -hmm. that's your initial screen. And from that initial screen, like I, I don't quite honestly, I don't think that you should go more than two dates without some type of intimacy. Personally, that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, when you get to a certain level, I think it's more two instead of three. Um, but if you're doing all the steps leading up to it, it's, it's very low investment on your part of just screening them out. And then, everything just kind of falls into place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, which sort of leads me to, I, I think uh, pretty much my last question that we'll wrap up here. Um, because like I said, you know, like I think a lot of guys might have a mental block of getting a chick to come directly to their house for a first date. So that, that would be a self-limiting belief, right? So what are some common misconceptions, myths, or other self-limiting beliefs that you often encounter uh, with your coaching? Oh, okay. Let me let me think about it. Self-limiting beliefs in the guys. Um, 
Well, I, I mean, obviously one of the first ones is uh, is style and looks. So there's like I, I've even had a guy fly out here and we went on a on a shopping spree. Well, I don't know if I would call it a spree, but I, I did like a fashion consult with him and we went out and kind of revamped everything for him. Um, anybody, even if you're not great looking, you can fix things up pretty easily. So thinking, oh, well, I'm not Giga Chad, so I can never be more attractive or I can never be attractive enough for the girls that I want. That That's a joke. Um, personally, I do not go to the gym as much as I should. And I mean, Glenn's always on my case about it, but yeah, it is what it is. I'll keep fighting him till the day I die because it's the mouthpiece and the energy that you bring that's most important. So a lot of the times, like, even if you think back to uh, some of the random guys, you know, that are like super overweight or like the, the guys you knew in high school or college or whatever that were like overweight, but like, see, like girls just seem to love them. Why was that? Well, it's because they've got a good mouthpiece and they're fun to be around. Mm -hmm. So as long as you have a good mouthpiece and you're fun to be around, you can override looks. So looks really are not a factor. I really don't think looks are much of a factor at all. I, I, what I tell guys is looks are, are more of a factor on dating apps, you know, because it comes down to your, your pictures a lot, your pictures in your bio. Um, mm -hmm. But in person, yeah, looks don't, don't really matter if, as long as you're, you're charismatic and you, and you're uh, confident and bold, you know? Yeah. And when, when we have apps like Facetune and others, like you can clean up photos of yourself for the dating apps anyways. And yes, I mean, you're doing the same thing that the girls are doing where it's like, <laughs> oh, posting a picture 10 years ago. But at the same time, like as long as you're not being ridiculously disingenuous with it, it's really not a problem. And that's why we do the face call or face call, FaceTime call, um, doing that video call, because then she's also seeing you. She's <laughs> also seeing you. So it, it just it works for both parties, because really. The reason why I do all this is because I want to bring the genders together, mm -hmm. not push them apart. So you, you got to treat it the same way and you got to, it's not all about you, 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 which I think a lot of the times uh, the men's self-help ends up turning into. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, it's, it's about two parties. It's about two people, two human beings, like trying to come together uh, because the yin and the yin and the yang is probably the most beautiful thing that has ever been created because it is a perfect representation of, of what we're supposed to be as male and female. Mm -hmm. So perfectly, I, perfectly connected. That's, that's lovely. It's lovely. Let's all just, no, just <laughs> it's all just, woo -woo right I don't know over. if you're making fun of me or what right now. No, no, <laughs> dude, I have a, I have a law of attraction course, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And I, dude, your your thing that you did with uh, in Thor's group that was absolutely fantastic. I really, really uh, enjoyed you walking through the whole thing. Yeah, that was fun. It, you know what's so funny about that too is because uh, some of the other guys in in Rule Zero, uh, they're not big fans of of Law of Attraction, right? Like, uh, I know I don't think Ryan is. Uh, Paul Benjamin, he told me after like I first announced that I was having that course, he's like, "Man, I wouldn't have called it that." <laughs> And, and then, you know, Rolo, he, he thinks it's all, you know, magical thinking. He calls it the positivity grift, you know, and, um, but Thor, 
Thor is way into it, and Thor knows so much about it that I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Like, I I, I really should pick Thor's brain more about it because he like he studies that stuff, man. He studies like the uh, the quantum theory stuff of it, you know. Where where yeah, I, no, I, it I, was it was crazy. It was crazy when like I was asking you a question. And yeah. then Thor hopped in and just went like on like a five minute monologue about the entire thing because I he appreciate was like that though. about it. It yeah. was awesome. It was so cool. Yeah, I think that's why he uh, he really like is a proponent of the course, you know, because it, it's funny when guys implement it, uh, it, it and they master it, they realize that it works, right? Like the first time you do something with it and you see that it's working, like it changes your life. Because it, it, you can use it in all areas of your life. It's crazy. Uh, and the first time I realized it and I really started focusing on it and doing it and I started seeing all this stuff happen. I'm like, this is nuts. This is nuts. You know, like you're absolutely in control of your own destiny when you learn this stuff. So yeah, that, that was a, that was a fun thing. I, hopefully I can do another dragon ship here pretty soon. Um, if not, then I, you know, at least I, I have fun on the dragon ships on Saturdays, you know, the, the public dragon ship shows. Those are, those are always fun to do. Um, well, that, those are all the questions I have for you, man. Uh, where can people find you online? Absolutely. Yeah. So the best place to find me is going to be Instagram at the husband right there. Um, honestly, I, I just love this stuff. So if you wanted to just shoot me a message question or throw something down below as a comment, I'll get back to you because I just want to help guys and I don't really care about the money or anything else in this space. Um, also from there, you can book coaching calls if you would like from the link tree. Um, and it'll bring you to my website and everything else, but Instagram's the best, at least for me. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you for joining me. I'll give you the rest of your afternoon back, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much, Paul. This was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Welcome back anytime. Huds. Thanks again for joining me, man. You're welcome back anytime. Tell that jabroni that jabroni friend of yours, Glenn Lawrence, that I'm going to put his ass through a table. He can't hide behind you for much longer, Huds, because we're meeting. We're meeting in September for Summer Smash. That's going to happen. That's going to happen, okay? You let him know. You let him know that he can't run for me. He can't run from me forever. All right? All right. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys got a really... Uh, uh, good value. I hope you guys got really good value out of this conversation. Uh, it was fun. Huds is a good guy. Like I said, he's welcome back anytime. Uh, be sure to tune in to the live stream on Wednesday. I already have those planned out. I'm going to be doing, let's see, what is the live stream for Wednesday? Let me, let me pull up my, my folders here. We've got, let's see, we did this. Uh, we're going to, Live stream for Wednesday is going to be how you should take some time to heal, right? When you get done with a breakup, don't just rush into your next relationship. Take some time to heal. Maybe learn to be alone for a little bit, all right? Just maybe if you have to go out and get laid, just spin plates, all right? But do not, do not jump into your next relationship three days after you had a breakup, okay? That's just not a healthy thing to do. You never learned the lessons that caused your last relationship to fail. All right. You never take the time to figure out what, what you could do better in the next relationship that would make the next relationship a success. All right. We're going to talk about that on Wednesday. All right, guys, if you haven't done so already, please like subscribe, hit those notifications. 
Drop a comment. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji. You know what to do. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers for your troubles. If you like those designs, they're also available in the merch store, merch.comeonmanpod.com. We also have Rule Zero stuff, Rule Zero merch in the merch store at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's not genies granting wishes, guys, okay? It's not magic. It's psychology. It's reprogramming your subconscious mind. I'll teach you how to do that in this course. And once you change your subconscious mind to focus on the goals that you want in life, you're going to achieve goals so big, it will blow your mind. All right? And get the Law of Attraction course for 25% off for the entire month of July when you join the Patreon. Existing Patreon members, you get the coupon code too. It's already posted on Patreon. So all you have to do is join. You can join for as little as $10 for Tier 1. Tier 1 also gets access to my monthly happy hour hangouts. Okay? Next one's July 20th. So get on that. and. I have I have free trials turned on for tier one, so you can join uh, as a free trial as well. So check that out. Links in the description for that, but you can also browse to patreon.com slash come on man pod. That's all I have for this episode. We will see you guys on Wednesday. This has been the Come On Man Podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.